0: i don't know how much bullying that they were able to do but you know with him him being with the long beach crew there, there's probably there was probably only so much speaking of which that did you, did you bring that up i want to play some footage
1: night claim great yeah Def Jam. yeah y'all y'all great uh hip-hop label and all that but yeah, y'all really got to salute the West, man. When y'all y'all talk about y'all foundation.
2: Yeah, and, and it was interesting. It's like I remember there, there was a book I read called "Have Gun Will Travel." Oh, oh. death row <laughs> book. death row book. You yeah. read
1: it? Yeah, I had my have my homie little pimp.
0: I'm trying to find where he was talking about Suge. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, here, here, here it is. I remember he didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to pay me because something
3: had went faulty in a situation and it didn't come out when he had expected something like that, so he was holding up my money, so some kind of way I, you know,
4: I gave a proposal that, you know what I'm saying, that he could pay me you know, on time or he could add some more
1: dollars to mine, you know, or, you know, it was further shit going to be, you know, with it. So he told me, you know, he didn't pay me all time, but he told you you know, meet, meet the stipulation that, you know, I gave him if he paid me too late. So after that, we didn't have no problems,
5: you
3: know what I'm saying? And I don't even see it as a bully move, but it was just business. Like, homie, I ain't going to let
0: you run mine. Like, you might run another one. Yeah, see, he tried he try to pull that. He thought he was going to try to pull that with uh. A... With with you know with Trey D and that and that and that wasn't gonna happen.
1: No, no, Trey D. He, there's another clip with Trey where Suge tried to check Trey D. About you can't eat no chicken until the death row niggas eat. Yeah,
6: yeah, I heard. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard
0: that. Yeah, I heard, yeah, yeah. That that, that was funny.
1: Yeah, Snoop has had a great body of work, all of Fame career.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then man. he took
1: over for Nate Dog and started doing the courses.
0: Now, now, Daz Dillinger, as you, you probably don't know, Daz Dillinger was doing a lot of those beats that he never got credit for back in the day. DJ Quick made a lot of stuff too. Um a lot of people Daz thought it was straight. Didn't he see Man, he did. Matter of fact, let me pull that documentation up because I think Daz Dillinger, they had to pay him royalties
1: yeah sure he ended up having to sh- sue Suge. i remember him talking about it
0: yeah they they had to yeah it says uh now this was let me see if i could hold on this was old let me see if i could find this the source man i swear the source The thesource.com if you went to their website and took a look at it you would you would be like man this looks horrible yeah the source remember the source magazine and stuff like that you you would say that this whoever owns that i think Benzino owned it at one point but it it looked
1: horrible. yeah Benzino owned it
0: this is the 112 mark okay, they still see.
1: produce the source magazine
0: not really man i don't think they do it here's here's some footage that we were talking about that we were bringing up here it is
6: smart that's I'm, you know I'm I'm saying? getting there. I'm I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Write it all off. Bill, you
5: know, like you have a bill which is like eight hundred dollars is a franchise tax board. Mm. Keep keep Uncle Sam happy. You can make all yeah, the money yeah, in the world.
6: What's the biggest tax one. check you ever wrote?
5: Shit, it's tax season I, right now. So I you know I pay my taxes. It's probably like about five six thousand. For real? Yeah, you know, I, everything is in the spins. Mm-hmm. Oh see, the, yeah, yeah yeah
4: yeah. We gotta talk it's about business. Bro. Yeah you gotta, yeah yeah. I gotta. All right, but I, I, I just gotta ask since we we on the theme of money, what's what's the biggest check that you've received that you like? Oh shit! Shit, I got a check for like
5: like ninety seven, like two point three from Suge Knight. Two point three million dollars. Yeah, from Priority when I did. Uh, what? do you, you just take that to the bank and deposit it, or like? Let, what let you know <laughs> a little story right there. So me corrupting Hershey Locke was driving mm-hmm. from death row. I ain't got no license. <laughs> I got an ounce of... Cat piss. You know that it's some weed called cat piss, it's so smelly. Uh. This shit bomb, you can't get it <laughs> from nowhere. We get stopped by the police on Wilshire Boulevard. Ooh. Like Fairfax and Wilshire. Pulled over, bam, police. Got a license, to get out of the car. You got weed in the car? Yeah, that's when weed was like illegal back mm-hmm. then. Stand on the corner, sit down. We, me, Corrupt, Hershey, love. we sitting down like this. Dude come back and say, is this real? <laughs> I see yes well he's not telling
0: tellin so much but he, he had to get like 2.3 million now, this is from 2001 this is from the LA Times hip hop artist sues Death Row Records it says hip hop producer and composer Delmar R. Nod, known as the rap to the rap world as Daz Dillager sued Death Row a legend of record label and its controversial founder Suge Knight cheated him out of a million um Death Row and suge Knight Exploited Dash Shamelessly says a lawsuit filed last week in LA County Superior Court. They collected tens of millions of dollars in record sales and royalties. They violated agreement after agreement. Greed knew no bounds at Death Row. Now, it says that Dash Dillinger was one of Death Row's original artists signing on with the with the uh, label in 93. The company is expected to score a top 20 hit on the pop charts. This week with a newly released collection from The Dog Pound. And I remember that. Death Row released a Dog Pound album that came out I think on Cox. You know, Suge probably done messed up so many damn relationships to where he had to do something on Cox. And Cox was independent. Jim Jones was over there. A matter of fact, let me look up. Let me look up what dog the Dog Pound album that came out. That Dog Pound album, man, that came out, man, on Death Row, the first one, that was a great album. Okay, so look. Oh, uh, let me see. Dog Pound. That, that, okay, Callie is active. Okay, wait a minute. That's. Okay, wait a minute. That was independent. Okay, the Dog Pound album they had with Cox that came out two thousand seven. You still there? Yeah. The Dads made all the beats. Now that came out two thousand seven. Sold eleven thousand its first week. Um, debuted top fifteenth on the Canada Canada R B album chart. It sold a hundred thousand copies worldwide. That's a lot of independent copies on Cox, man. That is yeah. a lot of fucking copies on Cox. But there was... Dipset was signed to Cox, weren't they? Jim Jones signed... I don't think Dipset is self-signed. I could look up and see. But I'm looking... Hold on. Let's see here. Okay, there was an album called 2002. Yep. That was a compilation album from Death Row Records and D3 Entertainment. So there was a company called D3 Entertainment. It was like probably like a small independent label. And you know, sug and them probably, they probably had the masters, so they just probably released all the little bullshit songs, and you know, and so it sold a few records. You know, it it sold some records, especially like in France and stuff. People like Death Row, so they so they bought it. But I remember that came out, um, and that came out on Death Row. That came out in two thousand one. Um,
1: Dad was getting a check.
0: They probably, that's probably why he had assumed for that, because I'm looking right here. Look, the first album that Dog Pound release. And that's probably why, why they weren't really able to release a lot of stuff. But the first Dog Pound album 95, it went double platinum. Um, then they didn't release another album together until 2001 called Dillager and Young Gotti. Now that was on DPG records. They didn't call themselves the Dog Pound. They just called it DPG. Dillager and Young Gotti. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So DP, what they did is, they went independent. You know what I'm saying? Because they had the name. It sold 70,000 copies in 2001. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty damn good independent going right in their pocket. Then they came out with Dillinger and Young Gotti Part 2. That sold 100,000 copies. So that sold even more. That was independent. Yeah, it sold 160,000 copies. Then they came out with Cal- Cali is Active. And they went on Snoop's label. Doggy style slash Koch. That went gold. So, so far, that sold 600,000. So, that came out 2006. That went gold. Uh, 30,000 in its first week. So, that went... That, that's pretty... That's that's uh, astronomical. Gold on an independent record. Then they had, a, had one called Dog Shit. Came out a couple years later. No, the next year. That only sold 80,000. Then in 2009, they had another one that sold 8,000 copies. Then they had one in 2010 called hundred ways that sold 17,000. So, you know, the outlaws and, uh, Das Dillinger. And, you know, a lot of folks from death row that went independent. They, they really, really got their paper with the, you know, with the independent labels. Now they weren't on big labels anymore, but I mean like, Hey, like Jim Jones said, you get seven bucks a CD. I mean, you getting more money than a motherfucker going platinum. All these people we heard, that's on these big labels and stuff like that. Getting what they getting? ten cent a CD, five cent yeah. a CD, or something like that. You getting seven dollars a CD. So, yeah, they may not be on TV all the time, but these niggas probably riding, probably having homes and Rolls Royces and all the shit that that the label will give said, a platinum platinum person.
1: And you said TLC had the worst, sign the worst deal from any artist.
0: They had a horrible deal. Let me pull up some footage. They had a horrible, they had a scrub deal.
1: What about from rap? Who do you think signed the worst deal?
0: I don't know, man. It's, it's probably so, so many, so many, uh, it's probably so, 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 so bad. But here's the, yeah, they were, they sold 10 million records and was broke.
1: <laughs> Damn. Damn. They went platinum 10 times over.
0: Listen to this.
2: The record company, Clive Davis, we held them hostage like guns, the whole shebang. Guns? Yes, guns. With bullets. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. We are the biggest selling female group ever, and we are broke as broke can be. TOC had generated on Crazy Sexy Coups $75 million, and they gave us $50,000 piece. I was like, what the hell? Trust me, you can sell $10 albums and be broke if you have greedy people behind you. We wanted to know who the hell had our check. L.A. said Clive did, so that's where we went. Of course, Lisa was the ringleader. Like, we need to go get our money. I need to know where my MF and money's at. So we went up there and held everybody hostage, and Puffy was the one that snitched us out. Wait a minute. <laughs> Puffy,
6: <laughs> mind your damn business. <laughs> <laughs> OK, go here, up.
2: Oh, my God even with all the bankruptcies and all the drama i wouldn't change it for the world we made it through it
0: and, you know. now that now that's another reason you're like well yeah diddy no that yeah you said what
6: is,
1: i didn't hear what she said what she did he do he
0: ratted him out basically these girls man they went into the record label with pipes like man where the where, where's our bread at <laughs> <laughs> yeah they. <laughs> they <laughs> They went on some gangster shit, man. You know, Left Eye was a gangster, man. She set she set her husband's car on fire and set his ho- house on fire. Like, you don't remember that? And Puffy you, told. You, yeah, Puffy told, man. Puffy told, you know, and, and ratted them out. Like, you you don't you don't remember that bar where he talked about Left Eye,
1: Beanie no. Siegel. That's what do you say?
0: That's another one. You don't give Beanie Siegel his credit, man.
1: Oh, uh, the Broad Street bully.
0: Yeah, the broad street bully
1: oh man he came hard on that guess who's back
0: oh guess who's it back oh that was a, that, that was a great one let me matter of fact let me guess who's back guess who's bizarre that was one of your favorite songs
1: yeah that was a great great song the broad street bully out of out of uh where's beanies out of philadelphia right oh yeah been some hard
0: times lately
6: oh this was a great album. 40, and moves.
0: scarface snap this is a album. five mic out
6: so yeah in my room. But nigga, guess, guess who's bizet? Bizet? it's your boy Face Bob. Bob. started with an eight ball got to get this cake dog give a break, nah. you know how the game goes. you know that fixed album that went gold.
0: That was, that was definitely a gold album. And you know, the thing is, man, that was one of my favorite albums, man. Like Scarface has never I, I've never really been d- disappointed by Scarface's albums. I mean, there might have been a couple that got released where, you know, because when he was on rap a lot and stuff, a lot of times when you record, there's songs you just kind of get do that ain't all that great or whatever. And then, you know, the labels sometimes will just put them out when you don't want to play ball. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But the fix, you got to think, Def Jam, Scarface tried to bring them T.I. He tried to bring them Luda. When Scarface was president of Def Jam South, when they hired him for that position, you know, he tried to bring a lot of people over there, man. And Def Jam was on some bullshit. Yeah,
1: they They. they I don't know why they didn't sign Luda.
0: They didn't sign Luda. And look what Luda Wynn did. Disturbing the Peace. He eventually went to Def Jam. What I'm saying is Disturbing the Peace was on Def Jam. And look, and, and he became a household name. Six
1: one well,
0: two area codes. Who? Sean Carter. You, you, oh, you said with oh uh, well, I, I I think I think at one point that might have been later. I think matter of fact, yeah, Jay Z. Guess who's Bazaar? Yeah, this was around the time when Siegel, yeah, yeah, Rockefeller had the game on Smash, and they they got on this, and look. Uh, this beat was Kanye West. You know Kanye West made this beat, right? Yeah. Kanye wasn't a he
1: household name yet. Michelle. Yeah. Jay-Z says it I on it's like, oh, to the top.
6: let's triangle. go back. He's
0: calling him beat. We turn the motherfucking noise up. We get right into the...
6: Up in
0: baseline, baby. Base. Uh, Welcome to New York City.
6: Welcome to New York
0: City.
1: Uh, uh, your young shit. Old old
0: thing, yeah, Seagull yeah. Yeah, Snap.
1: But if Pun didn't die and Biggie didn't die, you would have never heard of Jay Z.
0: You said if Pun didn't die and Biggie didn't die?
1: Yeah, I don't know if Jay Z'd be as big as he is right now.
0: Man, if Biggie was around, no, nah, hell no. No, absolutely not. He no. No, 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 no. This is another cl- another classic one with Siegel. What's up? He had he, he had yeah. heavier bars than Jay Z.
1: Yeah, they had a rivalry, didn't they?
0: I think so. I think now, so. Now
1: what was Jay Z's problem? With Cameron being named CEO of Rockefeller,
0: I think what happened is I think what might have happened was he, um, I think Jay might have been away or something like that. I, I'm not exactly sure, but Jay might have been away, and um maybe he came back after a trip and then he gets signed him like oh here, you're the vp so he's like maybe you didn't talk it over with me or something i don't know so I, I don't
1: technically know. at that time Damon Dash was jay-z's boss
0: oh uh, i i think i think that they kind of owned i i don't know i think they kind of owned it together you know like like it was it, it, it was three of them
1: you Who know, was the third?
0: It was Biggs, Jay Z. Biggs,
2: yeah.
0: Hold on, let's let's see. Let's let's see what he said. Yeah, Biggs.
1: It
6: didn't go left. Okay, it didn't go left. Why, why you going left? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you talking about, Rockefeller? Rockefeller. I'll go. It. The perception of why Rockefeller ended is different. You're aware of this. It's because Jay did what he did. He, you know, he didn't want to pay three. He made a move on his friends. It is what it is, bro. I don't want to talk about no, that. No, no, no. All I'm saying is the perception of why Rockefeller ended it is not that Dame Dash wanted to move on and do something different. It that's, was. That's right. Not, I believe you. That's uh, not the right. perception. Who cares? But you're aware of that. And sometimes you got to Machiavelli yourself to be left alone. Mm. Mm.
0: So, so what happened? This is what they pro- what probably happened. From what from what he's probably tired of hearing about it because he's like, okay, whatever. They probably offered. Jay the coon bag. And I'm talking about the higher ups to people above Def Jam and all that. They said, yeah, all right, Leroy how bad do you
1: Korn, want Corn, whatever his name
0: is? Yeah, cut yeah, cut cut your cut your friends next. You see what I'm saying? Um That that's 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 what it seems like. Now what did Irv got? now got he, he was around.
1: God, he he must have did some talking to beat the feds.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. Easy. Well, and his brother there's be only before. one person
6: who actually has a real discrepancy with Leo Fair, uh, yes, fair Dame, Yeah. Why, why, why do you think that? I, and I'm i to look it in again. Leo probably stole or helped forge the bullshit between be- Dame and Jay. Leo's a, a wizard. It's yes, very speaking, true. Yeah,
2: I'm, he, I'm not all, he
6: had, all he had to do was go, Jay, you're cool with splitting this three ways? That's it. Okay. It was over. From that day forward, it was over. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jay is Jay. Right? And he's sitting there looking, and he's like, I, I don't really need, I just need me. So all Leo had to do with drinking some, so Jay, he poured him glass, you're cool with this three-way
5: split? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he probably, that's all he had to
0: do. Damn. Yeah, man. He probably, I'm telling you. Yeah, and see, Dane was trying to make sure, Dane was doing stuff like this. That's Dane was trying I to mean, make sure y'all had to, had your paper. Y'all
6: stay trying to do that. Y'all should have y'all called Damon Dash and said, and you want the whole fucking thing to hear it? Keep the door open. I don't give a fuck. Y'all should have called Damon Dash, made sure I was privy to it, and made sure I was CC'd or whatever. You don't send an email randomly at 10.30 at night or whatever it is at night, the day we all out of wake. That
0: shit don't fly right. That shit is fucked up. And on another level, it's not for y'all to go. Y'all do not control any of my artists. They try to... Yeah, see what it is, is Def Jam... My artist. My artist. So Def Def Jam... Basically, Def Jam, he's running the label, right? Def Jam probably tried to call a Jay-Z meeting on his artist's. There was another video that I seen... That he was snapping on somebody because they tried to give his artists his Def Jam jackets or some bullshit, and he's like, okay, so Def Jam. I'm gonna be honest, Def Jam probably really didn't want to put the money up for a lot of different stuff, and 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 they went and did did different things, but he, yeah, he's,
1: but was Jay Z was he Dame Dash's artist, or were they business partners?
0: I think it was a little little bit of both. I think it started off as artists but then they just said, all right, you know, we'll, we'll just and then Jay probably just said, you know what? I don't really need to cut nobody in. I'm me. I- I- I'm Jay-Z. I'm the one that I don't really need y'all. I- I- think about it like so this. So at
1: point. what point did he leave? So when he left Rockefeller, did he drop any more music?
0: Yeah. he. I mean, he was still on Rockefeller or he might have been on, he might have just been on straight Def Jam. I don't know if it was Rockefeller oh. no more. I- I'm not sure. I, I think it was still Rockefeller. I mean, he probably still had contract, 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 uh, contractual agreements, but at some point, he probably just said, "Well, you know, I really don't need them dudes." Just look at this here. Go through it. Now we're gonna reschedule,
7: man. What
0: the
6: fuck do you mean you're gonna
7: reschedule? We're gonna
6: reschedule, man. What you mean you're gonna reschedule? You get the fuck out. Look, y'all, y'all heard now. Now that Rockefeller said no, you're not a leader. You don't know shit about my culture. Get the fuck out. You don't know shit about Jack. Get the fuck out, Randy Acker. That's why all artists kick your fucking ass anyway. Excuse me? That's why you stay getting punched in your face by other artists, not by Dame Dash, but other people, because you don't respect my culture. That's why, that's why you've been smacked, not by me, by other people. Get out of here, it. No one needs you, get out. Clear a sample or something. Call security. How y'all calling meetings without me, Beatty? That's what I need to know, they come on, man. That's what I need to know. You get your staff, get the it's fuck right. out. It's all good. Don't have no meetings no without, more, no, no, no more, no, just more. Like just no like games. I thought. Just like I thought, then when my staff comes, y'all cancel it's meetings. So just like I thought. What you mean, bullshit? The get fuck, off. y'all niggas having meetings about my artists without calling me? Get off the bullshit. It ain't no bullshit. Get off the bullshit. It ain't no bullshit. Man, look, all y'all look, everybody here is ashamed of y'all. Who wants oh, to work God. under a cow? They don't have to. Cows your coward, coward. your no coward.
0: coward let's go no, back let's to our office. office y'all want to have a meeting about Jake? y'all call me go meet at y'all your yeah see he's getting on their ass he see he's he the thing about it is they and, and what they probably try to label him he's he's giving folks a hard time he's toxic whatever no he's getting on y'all ass because he ain't he ain't gonna let you play he's not gonna let you play with the artists
1: Right, but is Jay Z okay with him labeling him as his artist?
0: I don't think he really cared about that at that time. I, I think whatever issue they had was, you know. And this is my this is the classic one. I love this one.
6: Well, let's talk about you. Do you feel like you get your props as a mogul? I don't man? care. <laughs> <laughs> I take my props. I don't f- about props, I care. My yeah, I do get my props. I'm not a mogul. I'm a tycoon. I sell oil. Don't disrespect me and say I do everything everybody else does. And I put up my own money. All these so-called moguls y'all talking about, you mm-hmm. name one of them that put their own dough up. You, a boss, you're only the boss if you put up your own money. If that's you true. don't put up your own money, I don't care how much somebody gives you, you're nothing but a supervisor. It's not yours. So how much money can you get paid to not... Call? I, there's no money in this world for someone to pay me so they could call me, so I could call them a boss. That's like calling somebody daddy. That's How can a man call another man, yo, that's my boss? We don't do that. I mean, everybody at some point no, has to have don't. a boss, right? No, not in Harlem. Oh, okay, put it like this. Because no. you're somebody's boss. No, I'm not somebody's boss. I, I'm. When I was in the street, mm-hmm. it wasn't, someone wasn't your boss. They gave you an opportunity. Okay. They gave you some work. You go make it, and then you bring it back. You can go buy your own work. You do whatever you want. It's called consignment. So why this can't be all work? This corporate America, we could be using this. You don't this. own it. But I'm don't telling, own. But I'm telling you. you,
0: see, they try to conflate it. I, I, I like how he did that, and, and I know they didn't like him. They didn't like him. They didn't really. They don't. They didn't really have him back there a bunch of times after that. They didn't like that because he called these niggas out for who they were. No, I'm we telling you why. I'm
6: telling you why. Question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, question. On, let let, let me let 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 you ask you your question. Can you give it to your son? I give what to my son? Whatever you want. Shares of this for, company? Yeah. I absolutely positively can. How? Why? Because I own shares of this company. You bought them? Yes. Uh, what I'm saying is, can your son eat? Is this yours to give the whole company this full to you? I'm asking. son's. No. Exactly. It's not mine. But I own shares of Stop. Listen. Listen. It's not my question. If your son needs a job here, can you give it to him? No. No. If your son needs to get some money out the bank from here, some cash flow, can you get it? No. All right. You don't own this. But I can take the the money from here to invest in myself. No, it's not yours. I'm not going to fight for something I don't own. Men don't do that. I don't fight for other n****s. I fight for me. I'm not a doula. I'm not going to build somebody else's company and then pick shares so my son can... All that. See, but I'm not no, listen, listen, does. what I'm saying But
7: what like, about taking the money, here,
6: you like the, way you took the money You come to work every day I didn't take away. Stop, don't say you are speaking my business And it. you don't know what you're talking about I ain't take no money from Def Jam What you talking about? What I mean you take, I mean they cut you a no, check No, they didn't cut me a check We had a formula based on performance And they calculated and we got paid That's And they go stop That's not us See? He's
0: letting them know Look, man, I didn't have no slave deal Like y'all got on a breakfast club Where you're eating off a master's plate you see what I'm saying? That's why yeah. they got that's why they got kind of mad because he he pretty much called them out. See, a lot of times, you know, they'll have artists on there that they'll get up there, um, and what they'll do is they'll say, uh, they'll just clown the artist. You know, now there's certain people yeah. that they didn't do that to. Siegel was getting on Charlemagne one time.
1: Yeah, threatened
0: him. Let me because see if I can. Let me see. Let me let me pull that up. We're going down memory lane for real.
6: Mm-hmm. He he's clowning. That that looks crazy, and when you think why, Charlemagne, shut like, up. Like, What's up? Tru- What's up, man? man. What's up, shut man? The because the incident that occurred, like I said. Ain't nobody in their right mind going to stand straight in front of me and square off. you going to catch an L. I do this. You're going to catch an L. It's documented. I do
5: this. I'll
6: I f- something up. I mean, even on your either present side, side, f*** something up. Just the whole situation seems shaky. I know you say I'm not qualified to speak on it. you not. A, I'm just observing it, but it just seemed like you know, loyalty with you lies with who's providing you opportunity at the time. Charlamagne's get always time. getting
0: clowned by real niggas on this show.
6: Provide me? Yeah. what loyalty? With who? He ain't provide me no opportunity. He ain't called me and asked me to do that. Mm-hmm. I did that. So you didn't hear the record at all before? At you know, all. Okay. okay. At all. So, so if I today? tell you, if I tell you, Charlemagne, take this ride with me, and do we wind up going somewhere, and then this happened, and you're like, what the fuck? You walk me in? Why you? Got you, got you. Okay. So we're snakeish. That or that? Answer that. That's snakeish. Yeah. All right. keep, why you keep harping on that? We answered that. We talked about that. You like So don't talk out in that because you want what you you want if you saying you want unity, stop keep doing that, man. Don't stop that's playing that's with me, man. Did, we, did, we or did not just answer that. But you knew he wasn't re- you said he was you didn't think he was real when you was in the studio with him. All right, put it like this. Is Kanye a street? Absolutely not. Huh? Absolutely. But when Kanye put that phone call in, you know the stories. Who was there? And he ain't a street, but he part of, he part of that thing of ours. Mm-hmm. So I took penitentiary chances to stand there. Kanye not a shot running your fucking mouth. You shouldn't. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You don't know nothing about that, man. No. You sit up here, and your job is to play games. But play with something safe, man. Don't play with me.
0: Here's the one with Birdman. Remember that one. I, I don't understand the angle. Like,
6: what? Like, what? I did it already. So why come here? I did it already. I'm here. So what's that? I mean, it's all good, but I'm saying, why, 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 why I'm here? What's that? I'm all good, but I'm saying, I'm
0: saying, sure. why I come here just? To... Hold on, let me see. Now that, that that's a bad audio. That that looks crazy. This is another one.
6: how did you set
0: up. Since since Charlamagne likes to roast people, we can just roast them all here. You remember this for one? Your
6: projects? Y'all was dropping. It was a time where No Limit was dropping yeah. every week. It was a yeah. No Limit product installed yeah. every week. Yeah. Except for Mercedes. We never saw that and I always wanted to see that because she had a fat ass. Yeah, product. see that, bro? Hold what? up, man. Don't,
4: don't, don't talk about Mercedes. Oh, like my this. bad. I ain't know shit about Mercedes. so enough, disrespectful. Nah, no, she ain't family, but still, though, with all my people, man, you know how I am. Yeah. Yeah, but you you we're good, man. I ain't no, you know, you know how we get out. Yeah. But how was you setting it up, though, promotion wise? What you mean, said? Because it was dropping; it, they were dropping every week. So how was people able to know? Okay, was if, unless you was going to the record? Now nah, let's it, go back to this, dog. Listen, let's respect
0: because <laughs> he, he. He went missing all along. We got to clear this up. Do you remember that interview we did with P? You still there? Hello? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah you still you still there do you remember that do you remember that interview we did with with master p
1: yeah i did when he disrespected uh what's her name
0: mercedes yeah 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 he, yeah, he backtracked real quick yeah he look he said no let's go back to that unless you was going to the record nah,
4: let's go back to this dog with this let's, let's, let's respect because i'm not going to talk about your sister your mama no. Got gotcha. you know we need to you know what i'm saying like that's the first thing because I, I know you do your radio thing and i respect that but at the same time Mercedes is a, she a female? Oh she my fault. She, yeah, you're you know right. But she did look good on that cover. Though. Yeah, she looked good. That's that's your opinion. But you know, it's about that's A's B right there. What's up, youngster yeah. yeah, yeah.
7: This is this,
4: this 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 the future right there. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah he had it, and he had his goon sitting there. Why do yeah, you? Think, why do you think? Why do you think turned down? Why why didn't he keep that same energy?
1: He knew he knew he you fucking with Master P, you're going to lose that. You know what I mean? You got motherfuckers. That even if he were to get it word in edgewise, Master P got people who can take care of you. You know, Master P can handle you on whatever level you want. He could probably blackball you from the industry perspective. And from a street perspective, he could have goons take care of you, you know? Master P can never all of
0: I found some other old footage. I want to see what you, what your thoughts on that. Yeah. This is a uh, a OG, a OG from the Brookshire mob. Well, respected guy out of, out of Gary, Indiana. I guess he's not very happy. He's not happy with the, with, with, um, with some of the rappers in Gary, Indiana, man, they're not supporting gangster gives. He's not very pleased about, about their, about them hating
1: he said he said
0: he said he said they're not he said that they should be more supportive yeah
1: well they got other kids coming out now How much album they gonna buy against the jail
0: he said you guys should he said you guys should be trying to work with them. and you shouldn't and you shouldn't be hating
1: then he's dating a girl that ran somebody ran a train on her
0: oh man this
1: made it look bad you know
0: What's your thoughts on Griselda?
1: I think Buffalo Buffalo strong, you know. Those what's guys it? got a good sound, man. What's West Side Gun.
0: What's what's your thoughts on their bars?
1: Good bars. Ferosa's bars. I got some mean sixteen.
0: Oh, going back to this LA Times article with uh the Daz Dillinger, it said that in ninety eight That they said he was bullied into signing a re- renegotiated contract with death row in ninety seven and ninety eight without the benefit of an outside audit. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it said contract negotiations were accompanied by the deliberate withholding of funds owed and threats of physical violence. Das Dillinger received seventy five grand as an initial payment under the ninety eight agreement, and basically. Death Row failed to pay recording costs and royalties. So yeah, he did. That Row had to, had to, had to come out of pocket. He had to get millions and he's still getting his, he's still getting his royalties for making them beats, man. For move. Oh man. You know, there's some, it's some white people that own death row now.
1: That's our Snoop body.
0: Well, I think he owns some of it. Let me, let me look, let me look that up. I think he owns some of it. So either way, let me see death row you don't
1: own all the public did this sugar own all the publishing
0: i don't think sugar owns shit no more he probably don't own hardly I nothing. Mean,
1: yeah, but when it when it was popping sugar owned all the publishing right
0: he probably owned most of it and maybe tupac's mom own you know owned a lot like i'm looking at some right here yeah death row records death let's see who owns it It don't really say it just kind of it's like a website with you know
1: uh you, on Wikipedia.
0: Wikipedia is just it's some dudes that own it. I can't I can't remember. It's it's some some white guy owns it. Yeah, they're just selling hoodies. And uh are they no, just, I
1: think w- if you Wikipedia Death Row Records, they'll tell you who's the owner.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no
1: Snoop Snoop had alluded to buying it.
0: Yeah, I think he owns some of it. Never left. That was on Doggy Style. Yeah, I'm not really seeing I'm I'm actually a little surprised that they don't have the records. But I guess you can get the records anywhere and a lot a lot of it's stream streaming. But and I'm awesome. seeing a lot of Snoop Dogg's stuff on on here, so he probably owns some of it. I think he owns some of it and and rightfully so. So he he would be the best person um to do so.
1: He doesn't own the publishing.
0: He might own some of it. I am not exactly sure.
1: Does Snoop own his own publishing?
0: By this time he probably does. You know, he can, you know, he he he's been around mm-hmm. long enough to negotiate and he's seen the ins and out. You're not really gonna put you're not really gonna put a uh you're not you're not really going to put um put one over on Snoop. I remember when P.D. Pablo was signed to death row at one point. I don't think Really? He what happened? He just, I think he went to jail. I don't think he released an album.
1: Oh, because he had that North Carolina. That was a hot
0: song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking on Wikipedia right here. I don't know. They must have got this information. It says Buntry killed in 2002. Yeah, they says uh, rivalry between Mob Piru and Fruit Town Pyrou's. Yeah, man, it was a, man, lot, of, it, lot, a lot of killing, man.
1: A lot of bloodshed. Let me see here. A whole lot of bloodshed during that time.
0: All right, so look. April 4th, 2006, death row records of Suge Knight simultaneously filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy Um, following the appointment of a receiver to acquire and, and auction off assets of death row among those listed as creditors, the death row included the Harris's $107 million, the IRS, Cox Records, $3. dollars Interscope, $2 million, and a number of artists previously signed to the label. Suge Knight lost control of death records and his personal assets when the Chapter 11 trustees took over the case. So in 2009, death row was auctioned off to entertainment development company Wide Awake for $18 million. Uh, let's see here. So, wide awake was based in canada um let's see here yeah man i don't know they um then it looks like on in 2012 in november new solutions financial corp the the Canadian company that owned Wide right Awake that road gone bankrupt and sold the label and the catalog to a publicly held company, E1. E1 used to be Cox. You see? Yeah, E1 used to be Cox. So they have like Hasbro Entertainment and, and stuff like that. Yeah, E1 used to be Cox or Cox is a subsidiary of them. So it looks like E1 purchased the rights to the death row catalog. And then Hasbro announced a $4 billion purchase of E1. You know, Hasbro that did like the transformers and stuff. Um, and then in April, 2021 Hasbro and E1 announced it would sell off E1 music to Blackstone group. Now Blackstone Group is like a big wealth management company. Do you remember when when the um the recession happened back in the day? Yeah. You know, and uh when people a lot of people lost their homes, Blackstone was one of the companies that bought all these different homes for the dirt. And they should have never been able to do that, but they did. They had a plan. You know, they, you know, once, once the, and I think, actually, I think that they, that was artificially, uh, created. I really believe that was artificially created. I believe that they did that to make people lose their homes just so some of these big real estate companies could, uh, you know, just get over. Um, so it looks like, so yeah, Blackstone Group acquired it and then, Like how you were saying, uh, Snoop Dogg announced that he would acquire the rights to death row record trademarks from from MNRK Music Group, which was renamed, uh, it was renamed, it used to be E1 Music. The sale did not immediately include rights to the label's catalog, but it was reported that he was nearing a deal to acquire the catalog of himself and other death row artists. So he was basically trying to get the catalog and get that publishing for himself and those artists. So he probably didn't like doggy style, yeah, he probably wanted all his old his old publishing. So yeah, then, then he released his third studio album on Death Row Records. So, you know, in 2020 in February 2022, he, he went ahead and released the album. And then it says Snoop Dogg's purchase of Death Row Records did not include rights to Tupac or Dr. Dre albums originally. Um, And it says that Dr. Dre's lawyer said that the rapper still retains total control of The Chronic, which came back to streaming services February 1st, 2023. April 18th, 2022, it was announced that Death Row Records would have its own streaming service, which pays higher yeah. royalties to its artists' more than main music streaming services. So, in December 2022, Snoop Dogg sold a stake of his Death Row's catalog to former Apple Music's global creative director, Larry Johnson, Jackson's Gamma. says Death Row Records catalog returned to all music streaming services on March 9th, 2023, excluding Daz Dillinger's Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back and other releases that were released during Knight's incarceration. So yeah, when that had a few cuts. But uh, Daz Dillinger had an album that was released when Suge Knight had violated his parole and was in prison. Right. So
1: How that, much did Snoop sell the rights to Death Row for?
0: it it doesn't it doesn't disclose it
1: you know he made a profit
0: oh absolutely absolutely he he might he might have did something like how dre did he said look remember what dre had uh he sold uh beats but he's probably like a chairman of it he probably has some say so so you know i'm i'm quite sure that snoop was very strategic on what he did you know i'm real sure now what do you think about this what do you think about this footage here
3: you can't never tell a nigga, mama, the real story when you really playing ball. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Probably spread out. Long time ago. These niggas I'll is really. If this was Chicago. I be cooked. Listen, bro.
0: They're talking about these are some guys from L. A. That used to be on the note. Well, they're on no jumper, so fair use, YouTube, fair use. They're they're talking about the dangers of Chicago versus L. A. And they're then they're starting to talk about some of the things that that should be done in terms of you know. The way that the cities are orchestrated and how they let crime go and this, that, and the third. Let's just be real,
3: it's gang. Not. Let's just be real. On Hood, if L.A. was still like that, it'd be way more dead bodies because you got to think this is a bigger city. i probably spread be cooked out. long time ago. These niggas is really If this was bro. Chicago, i would be cooked. Listen, bro, long they, time they ago. lining <laughs> shit up and they don't play, bro. They That's don't play because they're going back and getting their man every time. They don't play. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's rarely that a nigga come get their man and niggas start playing police games. You get what I'm saying? That's what goes on in LA. Like, nigga, one man drop, two man drop, police come. Niggas ain't telling niggas' mamas the stories. And Look, in Chicago, nigga ain't telling the nigga mama the real story. You can't never tell the nigga mama the real story when you really playing ball, nigga. On the hood, if you really trying to go get your man, nigga, on the dead homies, nigga, you tell moms, nigga, Around the guidelines of what happened, nigga, you don't never say no names, no places, no nothing, nigga, because on six, so you know where she going with this shit. She right, don't believe she in mom. you. Y'all just failed her, nigga. You just let her kid die, nigga. How the fuck she think you about doing? Who three? ready to go? Yeah, it'd be like two or yeah, three. You two two from some smaller three. hoods, maybe yeah. bigger, no, maybe bigger a bigger number. I ain't gonna but- lie, like like even bigger hoods. Like on six, so you got like out of every click, it's probably two or three that's smashing.
6: I think the
0: difference between- be- so you have so he what they're talking about there is. With the gang wars in L.A., you might have big, giant, you might have a whole big gang, but it's only a few people that's really out there putting in serious work. Whereas in Chicago, yeah, you might have smaller sets, but everybody goes. Everybody's a warrior. So it makes it more dangerous in the city because you can't really, you're really not going to do, you're not, you know, you're not really going to catch a fade out there really like that you know if, if if you get into an argument out there or something like that it's gonna be guns a-blazing you know and it's back and forth back and forth back and forth one thing they talked about is the way how the police be doing let me see i was gonna,
3: I, I out here versus- that too they should have been at least the city should have been put bulletproof windows on all the apartments that's a fact. Yeah. I'm six, so that's just something that should have happened. Like, like, you could prevent strays. Like, if this is public housing, that means that you guys fund this shit. So exactly. It's like, if y'all can put new lines in the road, if y'all could put yellow dots on the field.
0: And keep in mind, Chicago is a gangster city. So it's a corrupt city. So it's corrupt from the politicians and law enforcement down. You see? So when you think about that. They want it to be like that. They want it to be where black folks are shooting at each other and, 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 and all of that. You know, they make a lot of money from all that. Now, they start talking about some solutions here. What do they say? I got nigga police sitting right
3: there. At all times. Oh, in Atlanta, is- it was at certain times where the police used to sit at the projects all day. Yeah. Mm.
7: They they got it like that in Jackson, nigga. Christian Brotherhood,
3: nigga. The cops are there 24-7. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, like they sitting there because at this point, they have to. If you really want to be assertive as a city, this me talking as just a black man to the city, nigga, how you can stop certain shit from going on. Now, if you put a cruiser out there and, nigga, y'all interact and, nigga, y'all have, nigga, since this public.
0: Do you think that would help in Minneapolis? Do you think that do you think that would help in Minneapolis whatsoever, or would it make a difference if they had more police cruisers just sitting around in high areas where there's a lot of shootings, or it wouldn't make no difference at all? Can can you hear me? Yep. Can you, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think that would would that make any difference? I then, say it again.
1: I can't hear you
0: really. What about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, do you, do you think that would make any difference in Minneapolis if they put police recruit police cruisers just sitting around, you know, in high shooting areas?
1: It might. But yeah, I think it could deter deter it. Police presence means a lot.
0: And did you hear about this case? There's a case. That's I'm, I'm going to play you this and this, play you this right here. This was a sad story. Hold on. Shit. Here it goes.
7: Classic car he. Tr- a Twin Cities woman says her husband died in a classic car he truly loved. Andrew Hyde died in a crash on Washington Avenue in Minneapolis last week. Police say a thief driving a stolen Hyundai slammed into his 64 Chevy. His wife spoke with WCCO's Jason Rantala as her family waits for answers. Jason? Derek Andrew Hyde's wife, Kiera says her husband was a wonderful man who was loved by everyone. His passion was classic cars. He died last Tuesday inside his favorite car. A memorial now stands where Andrew Hyde lost his life after a crash involving a stolen Hyundai in Minneapolis.
3: He loved that car almost more than me. He, He loved the car.
7: Andrew died inside his 64 Chevy Impala an automobile he loved so much. Yep, drop top. He bought three of them. Friends and family recently held a balloon release in honor of Andrew. Nicknamed Punky, Kira says her husband loved walking their dogs every day and served as a mentor to young men. He just was a
3: beautiful dad,
7: you know, very hands-on. But now Kira is left with questions and frustrations. These cars
3: that they're just stealing, like they got to do something about these cars. They got to do something. He didn't deserve this. You know, it shouldn't be so easy to steal a car, you know, and
7: take someone's life. Kira says she's received almost no information from police since the accident. No
3: one's come to me and told me anything. No one's just talked to me. Um, I don't know anything.
7: The person responsible for the crash fled the scene. Her ask now is that they turn themselves in.
3: You can't hide from the Lord, so I'm not really worried, but I do hope that
7: there's justice for my husband. She takes comfort knowing Andrew is in a better place.
0: My husband Now... This, this whole carjacking, your stolen car, this whole carjacking thing.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: This is getting out. It's already out of hand.
1: Oh, for big time.
0: Well, what are your thoughts on what should happen?
1: You got to step in the laws. You know, make it mandatory three years.
0: So you're saying, man, man, a mandatory three years will make it probably make a difference.
1: Yeah, to scare people off, or mandatory five years,
0: mandatory a five. Era in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now I want to play this That's, for you. No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: it has got to be a mandatory five years. You got to scare people, man, because this carjacking shit is really out of control.
0: Mandatory five yep you know what? that doesn't actually sound like a bad idea when I think about that because it it, it really is dangerous man it it really is dangerous
1: they run around here thinking you know they're not going to go to jail, that's why they're really not worried about it.
0: They were talking about actually uh last week, I think they were talking about voting. Um, to increase the penalties for carjacking and whatnot. This man not lost his life, driving around in his old school, not bothering nobody, right over on Broadway. You know. Now, I want to play this one little clip, and we'll be wrapping it up pretty soon here. But uh, you seem pretty really happy about this here. Greg right. is building a,
2: a winning culture, right? Without that, you can't win on the field, right? So we're going to just build it the right way.
6: Let me ask you about two controversial items. The after years of, of, of protests, the team finally changes its name. Um, they become the Washington Commanders. Uh changing the name from the Commanders to something else? I think, uh, Craig, everything's
2: on the city, right? The team will come up eventually. And that's that's not the case with the exception of Melanie Hops. Sure myself now here with the Commanders. Um, and that's what we need, right? And if we can excel in our roles, then others will follow. And it's not just the owner's box either. We want them also to be executives of teams as well. And I'm hoping that other owners, just like you know us at the Commanders, will see that uh, African-Americans can do the job and give them opportunities. From just a, a personal standpoint,
1: again the Dodgers the spark the MLS team now and and now the the Washington um commanders if this goes well
6: and the NHL calls (laughs) does does magic take the NHL is there any interest in owning a hockey team
2: I would look at it for sure uh listen breaking these barriers and going through these doors is important for me um as a proud black man. You got me choking up now. When I think about <laughs> this is a that's a great opportunity and um I don't know why God blessed me with
0: these opportunities. Magic Johnson, what's your thoughts?
2: True legend,
1: true role model to a lot of people. One of the greats.
0: Is this a big buy?
1: Yeah, but he only owns 4%. But, I mean, it's still a good it's still a good amount. He's just the face of it. He don't own no more
0: than
1: 4%. 4%? Yeah, it's just like when Jay-Z ran around acting like he owned the Brooklyn team.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So they basically just give him a big-ass check. And...
1: Yeah, well, imagine he owned more than Jay-Z did it in Brooklyn. Jay-Z didn't own no 4%. Co-founder of
0: Apollo Global Management.
1: Josh Harris.
0: It says the the franchise was sold to a group headed by Josh Harris, a billionaire and co-founder of Apollo global management. After all 32 NFL owners voted their approval.
1: Yeah. You probably need a job. do not know. Magic probably knows about sports.
0: Harris also owns a majority of the 76ers and has a stake in the New Jersey Devils, which is an NHL team. The deal's worth 6 billion
1: boom the washington they used to be called the washington redskins that's the team he bought
0: yeah because i i didn't know what the previous name was i had to go look it up like okay well what's what's so big about this
1: well now they're the commanders but they were the redskins for all those years and that's what's deemed racial racially insensitive
0: oh okay okay are they a good team
1: they haven't been, but they were at one time. But they got a very loyal fan base in Washington, DC. Very loyal fan base.
0: Okay. Now speaking yeah, when, speaking of
1: ownership. You don't see nothing, nobody out in the street.
0: Now now speak speaking of ownership, before closing out, like I was looking at some different real estate terms earlier, earlier today about, you know, finding real estate agents and things of that nature and stuff. What is the, if you're a young black person and you want to own some property, what is, what, what is the first thing that you would do that you What kind of advice you would, you would do to find realtors and, and find properties? And- well,
1: when you're looking for property, usually that property has a real estate agent attached to it. Feel what I'm saying? So if you're trying to buy land, or if you're trying to buy, like, a home, the person who owns that land already has a real estate agent that's attached to that. So you would call them. You know, you're going online, you're looking at different acres of land or whatever to buy, or you can hire your own real estate agent and tell them what area and how much you're trying to spend. And they'll find you a lot of homes in that area as well.
0: Now, when like when you, when you go out to like Flint and East St. Louis and stuff like that, what was your process in negotiating? Like, uh, when you were buying property out there, did you just, you know, bring a bag and just come out there and just, or just look online and say, all right, let me get that.
1: Well, hey, I went to zulu.com and then I seen these fixed me up for houses and I just bought them up. And then I got a hold of the real estate agent that is selling that house. Cuz their name is attached to the, you know, property when you see it. And I went to the bank and uh, wired them the money.
0: Okay, and you have to pay taxes on that house and file taxes every year and Yeah. And you know, if you do some work, you have to use that as expenses and things of that nature.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: How hard is it to manage those, those, those being that they're in different States? How hard is it to manage those properties? And is this something where you have to, you know, you have to go to those States from time to time?
1: Nah, well, you don't have to go to the state at all. I mean, it depends. It just depends on your ability to rent to people. How are you going about renting to people? Do you, do you, you know, are you a kind of landlord where you look at a motherfucker and tell, hey man, as long as you can come up with the money every month, I don't care how you're getting it. Just don't break nothing, and if you break something, you fix it. You know, you make certain deals with people, you tell certain people, I won't charge you a deposit, but you fix any issue you got while you're living here.
0: Okay. You find
1: you can find criminals you know that are involved in drug dealing and pimping and this and that but are you know not dumb with it you know and know that's a guaranteed money
0: now when you're like for example like a place like in flint
1: yeah
0: uh if if you were to rent a property what what do they usually charge for rent in flint
1: oh wow uh, for a Two bedroom house with a basement, about four fifty. Jeez. Yeah, that's a lot too. That's on the high end.
0: Four fifty.
1: Yeah, four hundred fifty dollars. Wow. That's cheap.
0: Yeah, that is cheap. That's that's a lot cheaper than, um, that is a whole lot cheaper than you know, like like up here, the rent's going for anywhere between. You said a two-bedroom with a basement, you said? Like a house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's, What's going 1800 up here? Easy. Oh,
1: yeah. Easy. Well, the economy up there is, you know, is different. There ain't no work there on every street corner or nothing.
0: Now, what about East St. Louis? Is it worse than Flint or about the same? Worse. Oh, so it's worse than Flint.
1: Yeah. Worse so, than Flint. So. You're getting, a, you're getting East St. Louis, you're getting a, the motherfuckers that got ran
0: out of Chicago,
1: and then you're getting the motherfuckers that got ran out of St. Louis. Because, you know, where that property I have there is right on the border of the uh, uh, St. Louis part of East St. Louis.
0: So it's people so that, from Chicago.
1: Yeah, there's people from Chicago on one part, and then there's people from St. Louis on the other.
0: Now, how, how, so you'll
1: how, have you'll have one city that has people from two different. You know what I mean? So you can divide that. There's a Chicago part of East St. Louis, and then there's a St. Louis part of East St. Louis. Oh, you okay? Oh,
0: so, you mean Illinois? Okay, you mean, yeah. okay, okay, Illinois, Missouri. Okay, you said Chicago. Okay, I was like, damn, Chicago's a good five hours away yeah, from
1: Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a East St. Louis, Illinois. Illinois, okay,
0: okay, okay.
1: Man, so it's rough out there, man. You don't want to, that's really not a place to really be fooling around. See, Saginaw and Flint, you can kind of walk around. I mean, it, it's not as bad. It's actually not even close to as bad. What Michigan got is, what they got in uh, Saginaw and Flint is they got a lot of drugs and, you know, just a forgotten area. It just needs some love. But uh, East St. Louis needs you, you just need to not be there. It's the murder capital of America.
0: East St. Louis. Yeah. I'm looking at a house right here. And it's not too bad. I mean, it's I mean they want sixty thousand. And the same East house. Yeah, and up here, the same house. I mean, it's not it's not a terrible looking house, but if you were to buy that house up here, they'd want hundred and sixty.
1: Well, oh, they want more than that, probably.
0: And I'm seeing some houses. What kind of house
1: you what kind of house you gonna get in Minnesota nowadays for one hundred and sixty grand?
0: yeah you're probably going to at least pay 190.
1: a a townhouse maybe
0: yeah a townhouse
1: yeah 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 yeah. for 60 grand yeah but who the fuck wants to move to East St. Louis you know unless you got family out there or something
0: yeah it's hard you know yeah I'm seeing a house right here they got they got one literally they got one for 20 grand Yeah, yeah, it needs a lot. Oh, it needs a crap load of work. Jeez. This is East St. Louis. Yeah, it needs a ton of work.
1: Yeah, a lot of work, but you put that work into it, you could probably double your money, or you could rent it out, or you could Section 8, make it, you know, turn it into a Section 8 place and go get vouchers.
0: Now this one says there's one. It looks like some some people living it. I don't know, but it says two bedroom, one bath, located from you know minutes from St. Louis. It's a good cash flow property, so would make a good investment property. Please do not disturb the occupants. Oh, they tell me so. The people that's living there don't don't reach out to them. Just reach yeah, out to don't, them.
1: Don't yeah. Don't just knock on the door. Talking about you want to go see it. You
0: know. Yeah, they want twenty thousand dollars.
1: Think about that. That's not a lot of money.
0: Twenty grand, that's really not a lot. So you fly in to to get to to get to East St. Louis, you fly in there.
1: I fly in from from the Saint Louis part though.
0: Okay, and then you just rent a car and just drive down there.
1: Yeah. I'm not flying into Illinois. I'm flying from minnesota to st louis missouri
0: looks like they did they got a uh they got an airport in east st louis it looks small
1: yeah it's too small a lot of it and a lot of times when you're dealing with them small airlines you end up having to pay more so i'll fly into st louis and then uh the, the house i own is seven minutes away from downtown st louis okay Oh, yeah,
0: they got a whole. You could get nineteen acres out there for three hundred grand.
1: Think about that.
0: I mean, I'm looking at this. It's like farmland. It's in East St. Louis, sixty-one of Maryland hundred,
1: Avenue. You can get a. You, the bank will probably finance it for you.
0: And I just thought about it. Like, well, something like that. It's so big. To be honest with you, it says access all utilities, including water, sewer, and electric like if somebody if somebody had you could put a house on there literally that's how big this is i'm i'm looking at these acres you know it's farmland but you could put a house on there and it, i mean it's it's big as hell man 19 acres be a lot to maintain be a beautiful yeah place. but I
1: mean look, you could, 19 ages, you could start a farm
0: yeah you, you yeah. yeah I'm looking at it you could literally start a farm it'd be a beautiful place to raise kids it looks like it's farmland 300 and you can
1: build a house you can build on top of it
0: yep they said uh it's right by a golf course
1: <laughs> yeah
0: rare opportunity with development potential
1: You can build right on it. You can build a house and a little playground for your kids. Nineteen acres, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, if I yeah, if, what, two if, if two I, acres of, Yeah, if I was one of these real estate brothers, or if I was like, you know, uh if if I was somebody that uh that's what Rick. That's what Rick Ross went and did. Rick Ross what? went. He he went and bought him a whole bunch of land down in Atlanta. It's smart. Bought a whole bunch of land and stuff.
1: The DP, my phone is at one percent. It's about to die.
0: Okay, we'll wrap it up, man. We'll we'll have you again yeah. soon.
1: Okay, man, it was great being on.
0: Thank you, appreciate it. You got it. Take care.